Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In the Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of being a creator in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. You probably remember and love her from The Secret World of Alex Mack, Third Rock from the Sun, and 10 Things I Hate About You. Today, Tony sits down with Larissa Olianak. She discusses her journey in acting, from growing up on the screen, to taking a step out of the spotlight, and then reconnecting to her love of acting. This one is sure to remind you that acting is a marathon and not a sprint. Did you hear that? The introduction? That was... <laughs> that, that leaves no introduction needed. My next guest, live from New York, for practicing her tunes, is Larissa Olianak. This is when I usually push a button and you hear... So welcome to In the Pod, in the Podcast. Oh my God. In the Moment Podcast. People who've listened to it make fun of me because I'm like, welcome to In the Moment Podcast. A podcast on creativity, art, acting, and love or whatever. Like I put on this podcast uh-huh. voice. Anyway. It's hard not to put on a voice. When I, I just came from um, some VO auditions and oh, um, well, my favorite a lot of my favorite trick though is to just not listen to yourself. Because as soon as you start listening to yourself, you're like Hello. <laughs> it gets true. very weird. And like I actually had someone say to me, she was like, she was like, put the old Lanik funk back in. And I was like, okay, I'm just not gonna listen to myself. The old Lanik funk. The old Lanik funk. You it's, must go to her a lot that she knows. It's the um that's funk. like letting your freak flag fly. Uh-huh. It's the same uh it's the same note. So you do do a lot of that's a good way to start this session. You do you it's have, my, it's, you've done a it's lot a different of industry here in yeah. New York than it is in LA. I mean, uh-huh. because the big advertising agencies are here, and it's kind of like my bread and butter. And you see, you see everyone like, it's a great equalizer. Like I saw you, like you see, like Jesse Mueller. It's like, oh, okay. Tony nominated Jesse Mueller is also okay. auditioning for, for Heinz. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's a good gig. Like, com- like commercials, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not vo- like did I did you do voices. Um, I, I, animation, animation, I actually did more in LA, but the, yeah, actually Vasti and I were on the same cartoon for like six years and we didn't know it because we, we didn't know each other because she was recording it here and I was recording it in LA. Well, like, what cartoon was that? It's called Winx Club. It was on Nickelodeon. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> but I actually love the voice world because I actually think it's good. Just like I'm saying, like, I think it's, it's really good practice for, you know, on camera theatrical auditions yeah, yeah. because it is 100% about getting out of your own way. And just like letting it come out however it wants to come out and not judging it. Mm -hmm. And also it's great audition practice because I only have ever booked the ones that I was connected to. Like it's it's hard to be connected to copy because you know it's gone through so many things and you are selling something that is actually what you're doing. But uh, no, it's true. Like the ones that I've, the ones that I've booked have been like stories that I was interested in telling. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Fun. It's true. You do have to get your head. I used to do. I did. I wasn't a big VO person, but people often would be like, "Oh, you, you sound like Steve Martin," and like, you know, "Oh, I mean? that's so did, interesting." Yeah. So I had because I have a deep voice, or whatever. I would do sometimes. I would do them, but I always remember like they'd be like, "Hey, let's try another one," and try not to sell it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's really you, interesting. Like, it's really hard to not. Also, maybe because we we watch commercials, so we 
associated uh-huh. based on selling something. I don't know. I'm just thinking right now at the moment. But but so Larissa, I think you're like Yes, Tony. Let's talk about your <laughs> So first of all, how, how long have I known you? Uh, I'm not gonna cry. Although my podcast <laughs> to- I always make Tony cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Twelve years. Twelve years. I came to you when I was twenty five. Oh. I mean now okay, you know now now we know how old I am. <laughs> I am gonna totally start. Oh no, Tony, so don't sorry. start. Oh don't start. It's amazing that I've known you for that long, though. It's like blows my mind. I know. I it's incredible. Like six or seven, but it no, no. So fast. 12 it? years. 12 years. Let's talk about your journey in this mm-hmm. business because you've mm-hmm. started. A lot of our listeners might know you originally from the secret world of Alex Mack. Well, you did your homework, Tony. I don't remember these things. <laughs> and then I was trying to think of the other thing because I was thinking 13 reasons why, but obviously it was 10 things I hate about you. Yeah. And you were how old? Well, how old were you with Alex Mack? Well, I booked my first job when I was seven. Whoa. I did Les Miserables in San Francisco Whoa. when I was a kid. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, total fluke. I'm like one of those stories where I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I hate those fucking people that booked their first auditions. And I was like, oh, I booked my first audition. <laughs> oh my like, literally, my mom and I had no idea what we were doing. I had just done school plays. It's okay. just because I knew the song already. Okay. And she had yeah, a like photo. She had a photo of me as a flower girl and then because the line was so long it was a huge open call we got like a number we had five hours or something we went to FedEx and she was like uh resume 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 she was just like pulling stuff out of thin air to like come up with some kind of resume for me um so that I did and did you live in San Francisco or were you yeah I'm from I'm from Northern California yeah I'm from the South so then you did that so I did that and then I started going um to LA more and more uh and, and, and then Alex Mack, I was uh, I was twelve. I was twelve when we shot oh. the pilot of that. Yeah. And how how long was that show on? For uh, four years, we Whoa. did four seasons. So yeah. You grew up on TV. Yeah, twelve to sixteen. That's oh wow! Turned <laughs> like teenagers. Isn't that years awful? For girls. I can, I can it's so awful. Well, I mean, and I. Um, you know, it was my decision to to end the show, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. and. I, that was, I think, a huge part of it was that I was just like, I, and I, I mean, because I, I wanted the experience to stay positive, mm-hmm. but it was really hard for me as the character grew up, mm-hmm. too. It's strange, no, like, because I, 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 I mean, I've always been, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an only child, my parents are older, my dad's Russian, like, you know, I was always expected to um, be older, so I've always been, I've always been a little bit of an old soul, mm-hmm. but like, for me, sort of outside of it, um, when she started being a teenager, I was like, no, I don't like this anymore. I remember we did a first kiss episode and I was like, I was like, this is weird, you guys. I don't like the way this is going. Of course we had to, you know, because the character was actually growing up and I was actually growing up. But, um, yeah. And so when people recognize me from that show, it's really interesting because they don't necessarily recognize me from the show. They're just like, we went to camp together. And I'm like, no, (laughs) because that's the association. uh That's the association is like, a lot of people just, I feel very familiar to them. And mm-hmm. that's quite sweet. But some people do remember you from that Sure, show. sure, I know sure. Like a lot of people would be like, oh my God, Larissa was Alex Mack. Like, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Uh-huh. Like, some woman just stopped me on the street though. And she's like, do I know you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, so I bet it's pretty Isn't crazy. Isn't that interesting? Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I've had actors come up to me, but she was like not an actor. Mm-hmm. So I bet it is a little like... Do you, are you okay with that? Is that weird to be? It was weird. Um, it was weird when I was like 22 and, yeah. I, and I was trying to sort of get out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now for the, 
I would say like 90% of the time it's really positive and I feel like the difference now also I'm in a different place um, but the difference now is that I feel like when it happens usually I get to actually connect with someone Mm -hmm. some people some people make it feel very disconnected Mm -hmm. and just are like oh my god you're that girl from that thing and I'm like Okay. Cool. Have a good day. <laughs> you know, like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to yeah. do with that, but like, usually, usually people are. It's it, usually it's a very intimate experience. Like, someone will just kind of like pull me aside and be like, oh "My gosh, I know who you are," Aww. and like that show meant a lot to me. And oh, that's sweet. It's so sweet, yeah. and that is lovely. But it happens without fail at least once a day. Are you serious? Yeah, without Whoa. fail, without fail. No. Because everything is being rebooted and reprocessed, <laughs> do they? Have you ever been approached to like reboot the no. show? No, no. Stranger things have happened. Watch today. You're gonna get a call from your agent, and you're like, uh, <laughs> would you ever think about that? I don't know. I mean, you're an adult now, so wouldn't it be like a, a different thing? It would have like, to be. It would yeah. have to be a totally different thing. And then you went from that into. I remember that movie. Like that was Heath Ledger was in that movie. Yeah, that was um, Heath's first. Whoa. I think it was his first American movie, yeah. And who, and, uh, and who else was in it? Uh, uh, um, Julia Stiles, Julia Stiles um, Joey right. Gordon-Levitt, right. Oh Gabrielle Union. Whoa, that's right. Gabrielle Union was like 24 playing 15, 16, 16 or something. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and she still looks 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh um, um, uh, David Crumholtz. Uh, right. Yeah. Allison Janney was actually in it, too. Oh. She was the um, uh, school counselor. And it was sort of a modern telling of... Taming of the Shrew. Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And how was that experience? I mean, also, like, looking back now at, you know, Heath Ledger, you know, Saturday, yeah. you know, what was that? Um, well, it was really, I have a funny story about the casting of Heath, because they they did a chemistry reads with a lot of us, mm-hmm. um, and I was actually, like, up until the very, very bitter end, I was auditioning for both Rolls. characters, uh-huh. and I was really annoyed that I didn't get to play cat. Um, I was really, so I just decided to go to Sarah Lawrence instead. Um, just like, cause that's where her character wants to go. Um, but I remember when Julia and I did our chemistry read, I was like, Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. This makes sense. And like, we can really work with each other. I mean, it really wasn't a crazy good cast. I mean, and they didn't, yes, it's a, it was a teen comedy and like, you know, it was a, um, like a bigger studio and of yeah. course they there was some stuff that was thrown in there like you know few the ubiquitous dick joke right. but like, yeah. but um other than that they really wanted us to be real and so we only had two weeks of rehearsal um joey and i had not met before we started working um but I mean, we clicked instantly. And with Heath, I remember there was another young actor in the mix who was like at one of the tests that we did. And I was so hoping it was him, so hoping it was him, so hoping it was him. And then they cast Heath, and I was like, who's this like Australian guy? Like, who's this? And he was like, I remember the first time I met him, he was wearing like white pleather pants or something. But as soon as he started talking, I just remember being like, oh, I get it. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy's charming. This guy is charming as I'll get out. Um, but yeah, he was only 19. Julia and Joey and I had all turned 17 before we started Whoa. filming. So it's been 20 years. So young, yeah. right? Yeah. Doesn't it feel like you're a different, completely different person? Yes like, and no. Really? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yes, that's true. Sometimes I'm like, oh, it feels like it was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like cellularly, but then like metaphysically, I'm, I don't even know who that young person was yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive, but. Well, and all I wish I could, I mean, 
when I wish I could go back in time and, and tell my younger self things, like pretty much nine times out of 10, it's like, hey, everything's you're okay. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, all the things you're worried, yeah, yes. all the things you're worried about, you do not need to be worrying about. That's right. Uh, you know? It's all gonna work out. And I mean, you know, and I've, I've actually done that once as a, an exercise before class because mm -hmm. I hate giving lectures or <laughs> lessons or whatever we call them but I like I did that as an exercise where I was like think about a time in your life um when you know something was going on that felt like the end of the world and write yourself a letter write your younger self a letter letter and now think of something that's going on in your life right now and imagine yourself like 10 years from now and like what kindness you would show yourself it's really important mm -hmm. someone said I think Kristen Bell was uh saying something about that that because she has two daughters, I think, or a daughter, and she started, like, treating herself more like she would treat her daughter. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, a real, like, it's a yeah, real thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> after you finished that show, then you put yourself on a sort of self-prescribed acting break, right? Because you went yeah, to college. Yeah, I went to college. And you decided just you wanted to have a quote-unquote real life um yeah I mean the funny thing is is that you know then I, I I remember I went back to high school and I was like oh this is so boring um, this is so boring because so yeah. 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 <laughs> I had been used to not being there and then yeah. once I was like I was like no I want to have a real like um but when I went to college I wasn't totally sure that I was going to come out of it as an actor um because you, what did you study? Like what you were thinking about Everyone, you get a liberal arts yeah, degree. Okay. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like, Sarah Lawrence is of the course, most fun arts. summer camp yeah. of a college. I mean, there oh, are yeah. many serious people who do very serious yeah, things no, there. No, no, I no. just like had a blast. Yes. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm taking globalization of performance practices. Like, what oh, does that even mean? I, mean, I don't know, no. but I'll write a 40 page paper about it. <laughs> Actually, what if I do a performance instead? Like right. it's, it was so fun. Yeah. Um, it was really, but I've, I, you know, I, I'm glad I let myself take that time. Um, and I knew it wasn't so much that I felt connected to being an actor it was more that I was just like, well, it's basically, I was like, well, it's a really good job and I'm pretty good at it. So I think I'll just like go back yeah. to LA. And honestly, I, I mean, you know, um, we are here and, but it wasn't, it really wasn't until I found the studio that I, I mean, there were a lot of factors at play that sort of led me there, but it, it wasn't until I was there that I, I really I sort of reconnected with myself as an actor and was like was like oh there was a reason why I was drawn to this when I was younger and there was a certain amount of joy that I got from it when I was younger that then um no fault of fame but just like because I just like lost track of what I really wanted to be doing um which is uh, you know, it's a, it's a great problem to have, but when people just start offering you things, you don't really, like, you kind of lose sense of, of, because you just don't want to turn anything down, mm -hmm. but you sort of, like, lose the compass. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you lose the compass when you're 17 anyway. Sure, you don't really <laughs> you, Yeah, you lose it big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, no, I, t so... But also you make decisions, I think, it's still, maybe even was a little bit different than it is now, maybe because nowadays, right, like social influencers or people like have their own brand you know yes. corporations yeah. at such a young age they can maybe steer the ship in a different way but but I also think young actors still we do things because you feel like you have to do them mm -hmm. not always like oh, that's really what I want to do mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I mean yeah. yeah I was I was I felt incredibly lost for a while mm -hmm. 
And also, like, I knew, I was like, well, I'm, I, I also was aware of the fact, like, so I'm, I have this opportunity and so many other people want it and I don't know what to do with it, so I'm just going to walk away for a while. I mean, now I've fucking left some offers, but no, but it's, I, I, I totally believe that we, we always get the careers that we we're ask for. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, yeah, it's like you're saying. True. Like, like Julia he, got that role, and you got the. You know, you're supposed. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No, I it really believe it. I really way. believe it. Yeah. Even when you go a year without working, which I just <laughs> did. <laughs> people were like, well, people were like, what are you working on? I was like, I don't know myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's been a long year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but now that I'm out of it, I see what it was all for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so like, so what's the journey been? Then? So you moved to New York mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Now, four right? years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, I was just Whoa. gonna move for a year. I was just gonna Whoa. move for one year, and then, um, I, I, it, it's one of those like duh moments where I, I didn't quite realize that I was moving here um, because I was so drawn to theater, mm-hmm. and um, I've only been able to do. Actually, no, that's not true. I've done two shows since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just, uh, I mean, you know, that's like, it's like church. I mean, I see a show, I see a show once a week, yeah. like, uh, um, and I also have to say, like, I think part of it, part of that also was, you know, being in LA as an actor my whole life, I always thought that like New York actors had something mm, different, magical mm. and special that the rest, and it's like, no, it's totally the same. I mean, just people are people are people like everyone has the same struggles every like you know of the just like I said like I know some like Tony nominees who have the exact same or dealing with the exact same things that everyone else says so um so that's actually been incredibly helpful to just kind of normalize um that a little bit Mm -hmm. I mean obviously there are like still like gods and goddesses of the stage and we worship them as we should (laughs) (laughs) also though you see too like maybe a film star gets put into a role and they may be genius on film but you're like oh whoa they don't there's not maybe stage presence and what does that mean like they're not really there or they're you know what I mean the interesting interesting thing about that is that when that happens usually what I'm picking up on is that in their mind, they're like, I've never done, you can see, you can uh, see the inner workings of, of, I've never done a play before. I have to prove that I'm a theater. I like, uh-huh. usually when I see someone who sort of seems like miscast mm-hmm. in that way, it's because I can just tell that they're in their head and they're like feeling self-conscious mm-hmm. and not totally letting it flow. Mm-hmm. It's like, just do your, like, it's all, I mean, obviously it's just always about doing your thing. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be, yeah. it has to be. Yeah. There was a show that I was doing here that, um, we did again. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to go back in and like let go of all the things that I was preoccupied with initially. Most, mostly being like, I haven't done a musical since I was right, eight, was you musical, know? Right. Yeah. But it's like, just do your thing. The, the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But it's like, just do your thing. And like, there's a, I did a one woman show that I would love to be able to do again, just because it was so much as we were doing it at the time, um, that now that it's had a chance to settle a little mm-hmm. bit, and it's like, oh, I'd love to just be able to go back into that and just have it be more me. Mm-hmm. Just well, have it be more me and trust myself about? more. What was that show about? Um, <laughs> I don't think I knew about it. Oh, that was, it wasn't in New York. I mean, it was, okay. it was outside of the city. Uh-huh. Um, but whose life was it? 
Uh, it's, 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 it was actually based on a, a memoir that this woman who went to Sarah Lawrence wrote, but it was, it's a, it's, it was like about food and dating. It was really cute, but I made pasta from scratch on stage and every night and like, like the first like eight people, like the first eight people got a full blown meal. Like they pay. Yeah. So it was like, not only, not only was I tried, like no wonder I was in hostess mode. That's my number one thing that drives me crazy about myself as an actor is that a lot of times I get into hostess mode and I don't know how to get out of it where I'm just trying to be like, taking care of people. Yeah. Let me please you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look, look what I made. Are you yeah. happy? Yeah. Please tell me you're happy. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> you like regret it? spending yes. this money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number Refunds one. Can be got <laughs> my number yeah. one yeah. thing that I like. I wish I could get out no, of, but, but you know. I always say, like, you know, what listen. A... I'm sure every time Oprah Winfrey comes off stage, mm-hmm. you know, talking to a thousand people or President Obama or whomever, I think the first thing they probably say is, "Was I okay? Did that yeah. go well?" you know, do you think people enjoyed it? Like, I think that's the human condition of wanting to make sure we've made a difference or we were impactful. You know, especially if people pay for it. But even if people don't pay for something, you want to, you know, change the molecular structure of other people in a room. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But it's a performance curse, though. In a it, way, is, right? it is. It is because yeah, because it's like. But it, you know, that's when I always, you know, I'm like, I wish I'd spent less time trying to please, please and more time just trying to connect. Yeah. Well, I was saying this weekend too. It's like we have nothing. I think we have to change this thing from through our art and through our, you know, going into audition or doing a show or being on whatever. It's like you have nothing to prove through this thing that you're doing. You just have something to share, mm-hmm. and if you can just shift that. And then if you have something to share, some people may not like your pasta. Some people may not like the cookies you bake or the the monologue you're doing, but you're still sharing it. Right. And other people may. Right. And then it's it's not driven by, I have to prove that. You know, I think so much for, for me, you know, I think for most artists, it's like, it's sort of outside in as opposed to inside out. And the phase of our journey is to not do it for the heaps of things that we should be getting mm-hmm. from inside, mm-hmm. but that we're trying mm-hmm. to get from the outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when, and you know, mm-hmm. when it clicks, that's what it is. Yes. It's, it's just, it. you know, and then we spent the next, <laughs> however <laughs> many scenes or years or whatever, trying to get back to that thing. Well, Cause like, there's, cause there's always a new layer. <laughs> we were talking this, this weekend in the intensive too. Like I'm not making a, you know, a general gender, sort of assumption here but I also think women maybe struggle with that more than men because just culturally through Mm -hmm. the ages women have been taught to do things for those reasons men are like just we're just going to do it you know, and I think women have sort of a double helix of working on unraveling that like I have to please you through this thing that I'm doing. Wow, and also be like also be physically pleasing at the same time which is a real... Yeah. And so, well, is that a, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Even though it's, we're undoing some of that, it still is like, we're like light years away from mm-hmm. it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we, we keep seeing the imagery. Uh, it, you know, I always like to just say social media is to me going to be the, the dooming of our society because it's creating this false curated mm-hmm. imbalance of 
my life looks like uh, I'm making a face looking like Frankenstein. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yet I turn on Instagram and everybody Everyone is like, else looks perfect. Yes, they're vacationing in Capri with their perfect boyfriend <laughs> with eight pack abs. You know what I mean? I'm eating marshmallows at home by myself or whatever. You know? I made the so, mistake of looking at Instagram this morning. I, I, I signed out of it for a couple of days and I made the mistake of looking at it first thing in the morning. I was like, why am I doing oh, yeah, this no. to myself? <laughs> also, first this thing is in the torture. Morning. It's not the why? best way to start your day. No, I can't do that. <laughs> You can't. No, you're like, oh, good God. But you just have to remember it's just a false presentation of self. You know what I mean? I mean, some people use it for good. Yeah. You know? I follow some awesome astrologers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a double moon or something. It was a, was like a full, full moon, full moon in Pisces last oh, night. Right. Somebody in my intensity was telling me that. So, it's all about being more receptive. Oh, <laughs> it's well, exactly what we're talking that's about. That's what I'm working through right now. I have a boyfriend right now. Tony, you do? Yes. And I know. To see what everybody who knows me so well. It's like, <laughs> I know it's been four months. Wow. It's, I have a real hard time. He's so loving. I have a hard time just receiving mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. like, whoa. I'm so used to giving it. Mm-hmm. I just... It's so like, okay, I just have to, like, I shut down. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's so And you don't get to, you don't get to be in, you don't get to be in control. In control. <laughs> I know. That's totally it. Like, steer the ship that makes me feel more comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Are you single in New York? I'm very single, you in, New single York. in New York. You are single in New York. And I totally, I, I, Someone asked me the other and was like, I was like, no, because I just don't feel like being vulnerable. <laughs> like, I'm not no, gonna lie. Right now. Um, yeah, I, I also faces. have no ex boyfriends in New York, and I kind of want to keep it that. <laughs> I guess that it's so small here. Yeah. Well, because I, I, you know, I was in a lot. I was in a long distance relationship when I first moved, and then I was kind of in another long distance, and it's so small that I'm just like, like I'll even like you know, be kind of interested in someone. If I can't see it lasting more than a couple of months, I'm like, that's eh, not worth it. Oh my God. Really? I know. I have to get over it a little <laughs> yes. bit. It's almost because time, Tony. It's okay, not it's time. time. It's not time it yet. It's maybe, almost time. You're saying it's small, but maybe it's not small if you're dating outside of the industry. It's still small. Like I ran into such a New York moment when yeah. I was coming from, I had just come from Montreal because I was working on set and then I came and I, I, it, was working overnight. I was completely like zombified because I hadn't slept for 24 hours and I had to come and teach a, the, the Broadway workshop. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how I got through it. Then I was walking home kind of like in this somnambulistic state. And then sure enough, I run into an actor from our LA school. Yeah. Like I just, of it's course. such a random New York. No, you can't think street. of, you, know you know truly, you it's an, I, you cannot think about anyone here without That's running so into them. So I'm be not. careful who you no, think I about. Know, <laughs> Cause you will run into them. You will be stuck on a subway well, car with them. That is in the business. I do think you could date a banker, let's say. All right, all right. Well, let's not worry about it. <laughs> let's not worry about it. Right, I'm let's change this <laughs> okay. So now, so here you're doing, so you're doing it all here in New York. So you're getting to do plays yeah. and musicals and you're teaching a little bit and you're also, you continue to work in TV and film. Yeah. So this, yeah, New York feels like the right place for you. I actually, and I actually find it, um, maybe it's just because I, I got a fresh start uh-huh. here uh-huh. Um, and I had been so used to the way that things work in LA and because I started in LA when I was a kid, I I, I may have gotten a little bit stuck in the, um, 
like going into auditions and being like, well, I'm here and you're here. Mm -hmm. And it feels like in New York, but just kind of in general here, because we can't really avoid people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in LA, you get to be in your lovely little pod. Uh, And then you're like, ah, people. (laughs) And it's a difference. It can be, it actually can be kind of jarring. And it actually is for me since I, get a little socially, you know, whingy at times. Um, I have uh, hermetic tendencies. Yeah. Um, but I, so that I actually Fat like, <laughs> I like that aspect. <laughs> I like that aspect of New York that I, it does, auditioning does feel a little bit more communal. And like I said, mm-hmm. that's probably because it's smaller, but generally I, I do feel like I don't put casting directors on, this different. As, uh, on this different level, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I usually go in just kind of being like, let's solve the problem, guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's work together. That's right. Um, so it feels a little bit more like that. And so that part, that aspect of it, I really enjoy. I find, I find auditioning a lot more, less stressful. Uh-huh. Also because oh, like sometimes it's, uh, there's the fucking snowstorm right. and like, who cares if you're auditioning for a CBS show and you have to be fuckable. Like you show up and it's like, it's like, Oh, we are all a fright. <laughs> there's an aspect to yeah. that that sort of, I find very grounding yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I do because it's like everyone, everyone's by the time you show up, like everyone's had a day already. Yeah. No, that's true. Just slogging through New York City. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. 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 It's also just more, I think, the, the energy is more real than pulling yourself together in an LA way. You know what I mean? It's just the truth about LA. You know, like it or not. Yeah. You know? I do miss LA though. I do. Well, lifestyle is great there, you know, but it is definitely a different vibe. It's a different beast. Yes, totally different beast. So, like, do you, are you auditioning for Broadway stuff? Or are you auditioning for off Broadway stuff? Are you like. Plays are actually very, it's, uh, Harder to it's harder to come by. It's it, they've happened the... very. But oh hey, how do you like this, Tony? Yeah. How do you like this? One of the when I was teacher training, one of the times you were here doing weekend workshop and uh, I was sitting in on it. You were talking about like ordering up from the universe, like you're ordering breakfast. And uh-huh. the pro- like my problem is right now, I don't even know if I want breakfast, lunch, or dinner, let alone what I want. But I remember walking away from that workshop and going, going, I want to do a play do a play Mm -hmm. and you know I I think I'd like it to be an original and like a young director let's make it a musical and literally two weeks later a friend of mine was like was like oh but it happened it it happened because I went to a birthday party and met someone there and he and I took the same train home and then ran into him at an audition and then someone had to drop out and he asked me if I would have like a coffee with the director and it's just one of those it happened like that I mean it's amazing and also not amazing like we shouldn't be surprised anymore that that's the way things happen um uh well I think that happens more and more now anyway because of the DIY nature of creating you know what I mean that you've you know you've been lucky because you've had the same I don't know about your agent but you know you and I both know we're friends with your manager for a long how long have you been with Mills Right before years. I, uh, no, right before right I came to you. Yeah, so I so, signed with him when I was like 20, 24 or something whoa, like that. Okay. So, 23, 24. Yeah, a long time. So, yeah. but you know, so some people who have good reps still get access to traditional job opportunities, but you know, that's not the only way anymore. You don't have to have a great agent or and manager. In, in fact, more and more, more and more, I really believe that. Uh, that's just kind of like a byproduct. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I f- uh, more and more, it's like we must be doing the work ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's true. 
if for no you other if yeah if for no other reason than it just like helps to point the way or it helps right. to sort of clarify what your interests are next and mm -hmm. and then things happen mm -hmm. you know i more, yeah more and more i kind of think of auditioning as like just a part it's of the larger pro yeah, yeah, yeah part of the larger true. process that's i don't right. necessarily think of it as cuz i probably i i mean of the jobs that i've gotten here most of them have been what we will call it happenstance but right, it's not right <laughs> well that's but i think also like from an energetic you're just putting it out there but that it all it doesn't show up necessarily in because you go in for a casting it may be just energetically you're open to it and then all of a sudden someone yeah. calls you up because yeah. they saw you in a reading of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just being And then it's just the easiest thing in the world and you're like, what? Yeah. Like why like why, why am I, I beat do why do I beat myself up <laughs> every right. pilot season when it never happens that I way? Know, it's and it's honestly it's never happened that way for me. It's always been it's always been more random I than know. that. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. But you also can then appreciate it in a different Completely. way. You know what I mean? Completely. Also, what you just said was so brilliant about it's uh, I'm paraphrasing it now, but like by doing your own thing, it starts to reveal itself to you yeah. to the direction of what Completely. your tastes and likes and but that otherwise is so that's what's so great that you said that for our listeners because it's also scary though for <laughs> it's really a scary. twenty two year old imagine yeah. like let alone thirties or forties or fifties it's like it is still scary to kind of move forward with your own point of mm -hmm. view, trusting like I have something to say or this is the kind of art I want to make. Or, and I truly, I really am. I couldn't have done I'm that. I am just no getting there. Yeah. I'm just getting there after however many years of practice. Like, it's just like the work we do. Like, you just have to keep practicing, and then like, and then like things start to sink in. But it's only through it's, it's only through practice, and then you know, then you get a new practice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, just as simple as like I I mean we all I mean whatever it is like we have to create on our own and um I had started writing something and then I got an acting job as a writer and it's like of course of oh, course awesome. duh yeah, yeah. duh like I because I started writing something because I wasn't getting acting work and I was like well I have to write my own material I have to write my own material and then I got a job as play as as an actor playing Play a writer. writer of course Whoa. of course that's the that's way so it works tricky, yeah. and it felt so and that was the thing like it does. It helps you to have more appreciation for what you get because you under because then you start to understand like, oh, I asked for it. Mm -hmm. I asked, for, and you know sometimes you ask for the bad too, yeah. and you have to be as cool with that. And, and because it's it's easy to change, you can always change it. That's, That's right. the thing. You just have to recognize it yeah. first. Um, but it's also being delivered not in the package that you think it is, <laughs> right? Right. Like, you've right. Got the like I got You're the, the lesson. I go. Oh, I guess. I, but yeah, yeah. yeah you it's always so cool get the though. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> it's just usually. I mean, sometimes it's like it's like ugh. Yeah. Um, like I didn't quite mean it like that. Uh. Uh. Yeah. But um. Oh crap! Now I can't remember what I was. Well, we're just talking about, I just think it's important to keep, you know, our good friend Nicola, like he always reminds me sometimes when I get scared about things that I'm creating or whatever, and he's like, because I feel like, he just is always like, you have to remember, you have a very strong point of view. Mm -hmm. It's your point of view. Yeah. And just keep committing to it. It's scary. It's because really you're scary. putting yourself out there based on how you see the world or the things that you want to say. But then I was like, well, that makes total sense what he said. Mm -hmm. I do have, look at, like, you know look at the the teaching philosophy is based on a strong point of view or you moving to New York is a strong point of view or wanting to we I think we underestimate how strong we are with our own through line of life mm -hmm. that we don't allow that to sort of be tributaries into more artistic 
expressions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm curious when you like where you are right now, when you look back yeah. to when, to like when the first kernels of like, like, I think that whatever it was, like, I think I can help actors or I think I have something to say to actors or whatever. When you look yeah, back at well, that, like, how does really it track? <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy because it started here 20 years ago. You know oh, I mean? that's right. Yeah, it's so wild. So, I mean, it, that tracks in a way, but I just had no idea if somebody would have said, you know, we might open a school in Copenhagen, let's say this year, maybe because uh-huh. I've been to Copenhagen, they want me to come back. Like, <laughs> I just could never have imagined it or that this... Or that you'd have two books published or... Three. Three. And there's I, a third one? And there's a fourth. I just finished my fourth. But How here's the okay. anecdotal story is that it's I would it's a memoir, okay? Uh-huh. They're like short stories about my life. Uh-huh. And I think it's, it's very David Sedaris, I guess, like... Uh-huh. I think it's really funny and, but you know, tied to creativity and move it, love and hopefully it's moving. And, but it's, I sent it to my parents to pre-read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents made Torpedo my best work ever because like, they were like, my mom was like, well, your dad started reading it. <laughs> and he said, oh, I don't know about this book. But what's weird is like, it's just my short stories about being gay and discovering this little inner artist, but growing up in a small town and like they're amazing and I think they I represent them as these beautiful parents who are fallible and flawed but do the best job that they could do but it's so so anyway I'm not really answering that question but if you would have asked me back then that I didn't even know I had those skills. And I'm not saying I'm like, whoa, a genius writer or anything. I'm just no. saying like, I didn't know that I had these little short stories in me mm-hmm. that, that I could go from teaching, acting, and coming up with philosophies that it can merge into other things, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's But it's just, all the same. It's all just the same it's thing. It's all the same. It is. It's just an extension of self mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just you, just finding, finding, finding the voice... And then the courage to use it. <laughs> That's right. You know, somebody, I don't know if you do this. It's really it's scary. Weird. I know it is, but no. But you, oh, must. you, you must. must. You must. Do it. It's time. I know. It is time. Yeah, I could talk to you forever. You're so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Let's do, I like to do a little speed round here. At the okay. Um, so, well, first of all, what's like, what have you learned from teaching at the school? I know you sub because you get freaked out about I don't, classes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's so funny. It's such a love hate relationship, Tony. It really is. Why? I don't know. I gotta figure it out. There's something I'm gonna. There's know, there's a missing link. I don't know what it is. A missing link. But it's like it's a missing link. I think in a, a lot of areas of my life, okay. and it's gonna crack wide open, and it's gonna be great. But again, I know you have in the past. But yeah. Like, you know, maybe then it'll, the aha will come. Um, and Linz is here yes, in two right. weeks, and she, I'm going to do an assessment gonna, with her. It's going to change. Yeah. Um, I, what have I learned? Well, I mean, mostly it's just like completely dropped me into the work that we do. And it's because it, it's so, when you're teaching, it just makes it so much clear. I'm like, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I get, mm-hmm. I get what Tony's been asking me for mm-hmm. for however many mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. and it gets so confused by because you know our, our like ego or whatever mm-hmm. will filter it, we're like we'll give it a funny filter, and you take it in in a way that. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's you take it in a teacher way of like, well, teacher said, and right. it's like it's that's not actually what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just someone 
hopefully as lovingly and gently as, and sometimes harshly, but like sternly showing, giving you a mirror that you might not, that's, that's that's all it is. It's so simple. Mm. Um, so that aspect of it, I, you know what I say my superhero, my superpower as a teacher is, is that I, and I don't, I mean, I don't have this, you know, in, in life necessarily, although we do have very love filled classes. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, is that I'm able to completely not judge anything. And I am, I'm just able to, whoever is up there doing a scene, I love them I know, so right? much. I love them so unconditionally and I see only the best in them. I know, isn't it crazy? It's incredible. Yeah. Like, I wish I could it's wear those long. glasses when I walk down the street. <laughs> but I that's know. been, that part has been really interesting that even when I, even when I go in thinking like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Anything brilliant to impart. I don't know what to do with them. Um, I'm like, Marissa, you just you just love them. Just love that's them. Right. Just trust that that's going to be there for you. It's that part is really really cool. And then also the moment shows you what. To yeah, teach. yeah. You know I mean, mean and it's it. scary. Yeah, it's scary. It's really scary. But it's like again, it's, but like, it's always there. It's our work as well. It's the work. You know what I mean? It's it's always there. Yeah. It, like uh, I mean, you know, every once in a while you get a scene where you're just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> But usually, yeah. usually it comes down from on high. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's crazy. So tell me, what's one thing you can't uh, do without? I mean, creativity, but the way that oh, we talk yes. about it, yeah. which is not something outside of us, not something separate that's reserved for creative yeah, people yeah, or yeah. artists. Cool. I'm quoting, those are finger quotes. Um, but something that just, but as the, the thing that connects us to our humanity. What, like, what's the one thing, I mean, we really have covered it in ancillary ways, but what's, what's something you've really learned from the studio as an actor? Breathing is good. <laughs> that's exactly, there, that's my that's answer. That's my, that's totally my answer. Um, the older I get, I almost Oh my God, and then I just like dropped into him. <laughs> you see? I think that's almost everything in a way. It is. The breath is life, right? And just, uh, and trust. I think mm -hmm. trust. Trust. Yeah. But that's hard. It's hard. It's it constantly needs to be worked constantly. Part, right? That's why I'm in class. Yeah. I'm in class. You'll see me tomorrow night. Oh shit! Because I taught. I taught. Okay. I taught the first class of the month, and I was like, I was like, I'll only do it if I can be in class for the rest of the month. <laughs> I love that you like have a hostage negotiation. Like, I'll do that. <laughs> I think Lindsay will crack that code. Well, we'll I think she'll give you an aha. She's pretty brilliant. I know. That. Yeah. I know. Um, and the last question is, how do you define love? It's, I mean, you know, it's the, it's what gets us out of bed in the morning. And like, usually like when our, when we don't want to go to sleep at night, the thing that says it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, or, or the, or it's going to be okay. You're okay. Oh, Larissa, it's so great to see you. Thanks for listening.